0: Hello, welcome to Trophy TV, it is the Daily Live except me and Jack, here, Monday, it's warm. A bit warm to have that hoodie on, me. it's, oh, you know, it's only merch, it? I, you I know, know it well, fair play yeah. to fair play yeah. it's still um, It's the Monday after, <laughs> what well, was, that's one stage, an awful weekend, and it's,
1: it's... An old it's, it's, it's a moderate it's, weekend now. One of them. The worst could still come,
0: isn't it? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of people bizarrely expecting Leeds United to win at West Ham. I, I did tell everyone all week there was virtually zero chance of it happening because Leeds are terrible. Um, Everton are terrible as well. Than Leicester are terrible. We're all terrible, so expecting an away win is very, very, uh, you, you're looking at worst case scenario, aren't you? However, When Rodrigo scored yesterday I was thinking maybe I've got this wrong, but West Ham absolutely battered them like I thought he would. And if Newcastle do the same tonight, which they should do, you can't ask for a better opportunity to guarantee Champions League football home to Leicester. Then Sunday will be in fully in our hands and that's all that's really all we could have ever hoped for.
1: That's a good enough situation to be in when you're fighting relegation, you don't have an extraordinary amount of points. Everyone talks about the forty points as the magic number. We haven't hit that. So if you're if you're below that you are sort of gambling a bit, is a bit roulette as well. Another team could get that that you're up against. And obviously they can't now. It could well be in our hands come Sunday. And to be honest, I was one of the people who's predicting a Leeds win. I'll own that. I don't know if that's just a pessimist in me. I know I was expecting um probably West Ham to rotate a little bit more. But um Yesterday, you know, I thought I don't want to watch the footy, I don't wanna know anything about it because, you know, I think I think Leeds will win, I think, you know, that sets us up
0: for serious trouble going into the last Le- day, so. Yeah, let's just let's explore this a little bit because I haven't been able to get this from anyone. Where did this come from? This is Leeds who've won two away games, I think, the whole season, right? Oh hang on, hang on. Right, then you can come back it's like we're in a courtroom, Jack, and you can come back and shoot me down into smithereens, it's fine i just never seen that, you see. i seen West Ham in a European semi on Thursday and thought, either way, they'll want to win that final game. It's a celebration if they get there. 60,000 at the the London Stadium. is and letting them off the hook. No chance, mate. If they get beat, they've got to win the games because they're still mathematic... I know we we made sure they were safe on Saturday, didn't we? But they still had to get that result. I just looked at look at Leeds and think... They're dreadful at the moment. Allardyce isn't pep. There's been this mad thing from Evertonians that all of a sudden he's the magic man, and it's going to be shorter and wet. Leads are amazing, and I understand where it comes from. It comes from fear and terror of like if they win their games. But I just seen a lot of people losing their mind over leads, and I was like, just let's see what happens. Though try and stay calm, and if they win, there's not if they win, there was nothing we could do about it, was there? But West Ham. To me, it was, that was always going to be a game that Leeds didn't win him. A draw, they may well have been able to get a draw, but I just didn't ever see them win
1: Well, I think you've explained it yourself, to be honest, because my idea that Leeds might win had nothing to do with Leeds themselves, it was purely, we've had so many chances to get out of this, now they're going to go and win a game they shouldn't really win and then make us, no one had us winning, to be be fair, fair. it were not anything to do with Leeds themselves being any good or Aladice or anything like that, it was purely wouldn't this be classic? Team, Everton? Yeah, yeah, and like that's just something. Obviously, you try and get away from it, and hmm. that, and you don't, you don't want to know. But like with what we've seen this season, it's hard not to imagine. Saturday teams night left sticking the
0: knife in. Saturday night left me. We just got that late goal, and even though I was disappointed we didn't win the game because I felt we should have won the game. They were there for the taking. Um, I get we haven't, we just haven't got it to go. So it doesn't matter if they're there for the taking. But then I thought Arsenal beat Forrest. I was convinced that I watched the opening, whatever it was, 25 minutes, and it was just one way. It was how many it was going to be. It was just it was a walk in the park. It was 85% possession. Forrest had nothing, and then Odegaard gives the ball away. And they break. Gabriel slides, kicks it against the wall, whatever his name is, and it bounces past Ramsdale, and you just go... Yeah. So then, um, when I just Zach was watching it, so I binned it off. I went, I'm doing all this, stuff. and I was hoping for that, you know, that that they've equalised. Yeah. No, they just I, never came. <laughs> I was
1: exactly the same. To be honest, because I you know last week when we did this, we said uh, we were both saying, yeah, the Arsenal—they've got to win. I mm. thought they'll win because they have to. Yeah. But then as the week went on, and I know a few Arsenal fans and I spoke mm. to them, like they were like, no, like we're, we're done. done. Our season's done. Yeah. We've got nothing to play for. Then I seen that team. Come out as well, the team, she's in the foot. And then, uh, to be honest, as soon as I seen that team, she's in the Forest fans' credit to them, they were up for oh, it. They, they yeah. And within 10 minutes, I knew where that game was <laughs> So I, I didn't bother with that. But then the big thing for me was, okay, well, we've still got Leeds, West Ham. I'm not going to watch that. I'm going to go out for the day. Whatever, mm. I'm not going to see And I was just checking my phone periodically, and that was a, Leeds 1 0. Mm. It's happening. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like you say, there's no. Quality about the Leeds team to imagine them winning that game. It was just purely fear on behalf of. We've had so many chances to not be dependent on other teams, and now we are. Wouldn't it just be classic heaven for them to go around? And I'm make not it having a, a go
0: at Leeds, by the way. What I'm oh, saying no, is, Leeds, what I'm yeah. saying is, when you look at, when you look at all of the season, the likes of us, Leeds, Forest, Leicester, we're all there because we're not very good. Are we? We're not very good. So it's like when you're looking at that. Like on Saturday, I was thinking, I actually fancy us to win today. But then I was watching it and I was thinking, I don't know where that fancy us to win come from other than you're just hoping that it might. Because I think Brighton gave us all a big lift, didn't it? And I thought, to be honest, I thought Everton started the game quite well on Saturday. It was just the losing Patterson just knocked us for six and then obviously losing Dom. Ended it really didn't it, as a, a spectacle for us. But it is just... A, I, mean, I get why you do it. We all do it. Don't we? We all look and go, they'll win and we won't. Because that it's a self-preservation. It's a, like a comfort blanket of going, well, if it happens, you go, well, and you'd, you would. Yeah, you're, pre- you're mentally like, prepared for You try it. to prepare for it. But um, I. that was one game, I'll be honest, that was one game I never, ever, ever thought Leeds would win, ever, until Rodrigo put them on the low. However... West Ham got straight back on the front foot and, and it was there was no... Once Declan Rice right? scored, it was game over. It was absolutely game over. But, um, but it's mad, isn't it? Because, we, like I said, if Newcastle do what they should, and they should, I mean, even if Leicester got a point, it'd be amazing for them. It still means we we'd we just have to it's win our, our hands, game. Yeah. So, you know, we, I said this on Saturday, I think, talking to my brother about it, and I said, there is a world where none of us win either of the last two games, and we stay up. You know, and, and it come quite easily and spare. everyone's expecting, and they'd be probably right to, by the way, but everyone's expecting Spurs to go to Leeds and get turned over. This is a Spurs team that's got Harry Kane, who's hit 25 Premier League goals again this season. It's got Richarlison, it's got some, it's got players who can score goals like that against a defence that can't keep it, that is awful. Leeds' defence is terrible. It's all over the place, and it's not... It's not their fine. If you look at that lead squad, it's done. It's really done incredibly well to do what it's done. They haven't spent tons of money. They have spent a bit of money, but they got money in for Rafina. I was talking to the Leeds ladder The overlap, he sound good lad and We was, you know, I think we were, we were crying it in more than the other one. It was you could have a, you could cry it yeah. in more. But he was right. Now he said we haven't. He said we've still got like seven or eight championship players. Players who came up with Exactly. And, and you got on. and I was going, yeah, I know, and that's that's why you're suffering, isn't it? It's not the fans. The fan Ellen can be a horrible place to play. The fan, like Forest, their fans are being incredible, but that team, watched it on side, it's not a very good side, that Forest team. It's got like Morgan Gibbs White, I thought was really was was good the other day. I like Brandon Johnson. Danilo's done well since he came in. But you look at them and the strike is awful. He's awful.
1: He's had a good little. Run he's had a little spell, games, but, but he's, he's not, not a premier for me. About him,
0: I wouldn't want Evans to have someone like that. But that's well, imagine I would because we don't have a striker that's durable. So there you go. But they're not like a side where you look and go, wow. See, I look at Fulham. I don't think Fulham are great, but I see what they are and they play it now and and they've got Forrester a little bit. I think they'll be if they get the recruitment right in the summer, which they didn't last summer. Or maybe they did, because they're safe, so maybe they did. If they get that right and go on with them fans, they could kick on. Where Leeds have never really had that influx of the next bit of spending, really, do you know what I mean?
1: No, because they have had many players to build the team around. Obviously, there was Rafinha, and he mm, was the big one. But the I think they all knew he wasn't going to be there for an extended period if yeah. he kept playing. Because he, young when he signed, yeah. you know Brazilian 4 was getting 10-plus goals. He wasn't always going to be there forever. But outside of that, Bamford was always so hot and cold. Yeah. He'd have, he'd have, um, mainly cold, But you know, he'd, he'd have the odds hot. <laughs> he spell. was
0: superb the first season, wasn't he? When he come up, he was brilliant. Well, yeah,
1: and there, there was Calvin Phillips, who was another one. But it was mainly Phillips and um, Rafinha. Yeah, they had main two, and mm. you know, uh, Mel- Meliès, Mesliès, however you pronounce yeah. it. You know, a, a young goalkeeper. I'd, sort I don't remind. Guess. I don't rate him at all, and I never have to be honest. But he does Joel remind well me. Of Jordan Pickford from four years ago. Mm. Very erratic. Has yeah, a yeah. very good athletic saving. Mm, yeah. But sometimes that's the result of just his poor positioning or mm. he's gave it away with a goal kick and that sort of thing. So maybe they were looking at him thinking now he'll kick on and you know in in three years, like we've got a quality keeper there. Do you
0: think they do you think they're bigger that probably sounds stupid question, we're gonna ask it anyway. That's what we're here for. Do you think they were far too hasty, Sach and Bielsa. Do you think he should have just stuck with him? Now, I, I I get if, if any Leeds fans why well, would he, but if any Leeds fans were watching, they might say, Yeah, but we we looked like we were going down. We were we were getting done by fives and six. That little run they had come to Goodison last year, they were horrific. And he went to Anfield and got done six and he were terrible and he were getting belted, but he almost had the whole club spinning to his tune, didn't he? Do you think was that a mistake for them or was it was it a mistake? Getting to the Jesse Mars, say? Not that long ago, instead of just going, you know what, we'll we're gonna ride this out with Jesse Marsh and see where it goes. What do you think?
1: I think he did after Sach Bielsa when he, did, mm, okay. he was getting tonked every single week. Mm. And you know, he did have the club built it, his structure and yeah. his liking, and you know, sack a manager mid midway through the season and you've got a disjointed club structure. But that's what you get with Bielsa, that's what they had to be aware of when they hired him. Look, he doesn't stay for long. Yeah. He'll probably do quite well while he's here. But they'll either reach a point where he moves on or we have to move him on. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got we've had to build the club all around him and then he's not here. Do we hire this manager? And if you asked any Leeds fan, mm. would you go back in time and stop the Bielsa hire? I don't think a single one would say no. No. I don't think a single no. one would say, like uh, no, I shouldn't have hired Bielsa. He had a good time
0: with him, didn't he? I it was he had a very good.
1: good time. I think it was just getting the appointment right after that. Because Jesse Marsh is a completely different style of manager to Bielsa. You know, he'd, he'd done good with uh, Salzburg in Austria. Yeah, he yeah, went to did, Leipzig yeah. And got sacked quite early in the season, I think, mm. didn't he? he? He was one of them, I think, at that period, just before he got sacked from Leipzig. He, you know, an up-and-coming young manager in the European scene, managed in the European leagues, and that had a good reputation. With hindsight, maybe he should have just made a different appointment when they sacked Bielsa. Maybe you could sort of... Carry on the structure he had until the pre-season, and then he can go right. We've got two months off now, let's change behind the scenes now. Let's you know make things a little bit less temperamental, let's build more of a long-term structure. Mm. And then I think when he went, he probably did have to go as well because again, the clubs looked toxic. I think the players looked disinterested. There's always rumours of stuff behind the scenes with him and the players, and I don't know how much of it is true, but from what it looked like from the outside, he did have to go as well. Mm,
0: yeah. yeah, it is mad, isn't it? It is mad, but what can you do? What can you do? Um, it is mad to be cheering other teams on, isn't it? I don't, I don't, that's what Everton have reduced us to, wanting last few weeks, I've needed Liverpool to win games of football, which you should never cheering want. Cheering Newcastle, <laughs> which you'd never want. West Ham, which is mad. You know, you you should be... You know, Everton have got no matter what, no matter what happens. Everton have got a lot of big, big decisions and big stuff to do this summer. Got to change the way the needle is at the moment. It's the whole thing is, the whole thing, is just been awful for two years now since Benitez coming hasn't it? It's been going the wrong way because it was the wrong appointment. And since then it's been since then we've just been swimming upstream and the fans have gone above and beyond there. I know you're supposed to support your football club. And we all support our football club and we do it week in, week out, and we do it. It's all it's Probably the last thing we think about, maybe when we go to bed, and it's the first thing we think of when certainly when you lose or you it wake up with you, doesn't it? and you're thinking, Oh, see, you know, I just can't wait for it to be next Monday, whatever that brings, because it's done. The uncertainty is the thing that burns your head out. If, if Everton worried that makes you it think is. that the teams going to win games, they won't win exactly. If you're, if you're, you know, if we knew Everton were relegated now, we'd. Just have to get on with it, wouldn't we? We can have the inquest, we can be fuming, we can blame each other, we can blame whoever and all that. It's the not knowing, it's that thing of uncertainty still. It's the thing of we've got to go through another week, there's another, we're not going to know for another six days. Do you know what I mean? It's that, and then we come to that Bournemouth game. I don't know about you, this might just be me, but I'm looking at that Bournemouth game and I'm thinking... I'm just not sure we can win the game. Now, I'm not, now, that's today. By tomorrow and Wednesday, I'll start going, yeah, we're going to batter them. Go on. By Sunday, I'll be thinking 3-0, 4-0. It won't be that, obviously, because it looks like we're probably not going to have a centre-forward again because he can't last whatever. Um, but it's that uncertainty really, isn't it? It's the horror of the uncertainty.
1: It's the thing of one game, one game of football, 90 minutes could have so much effect on your life moving forward. mm you know, right now at this stage of the season, and to be thinking about okay, well, you know, what games can I get to next season? You know, maybe get on a few away's and that. You know, what teams are close? You know, what, whatever. You know, whether they open at the Rotherham and things, things like, that, like that, are you? Yeah. yeah. But then you can't do that because you think, think, oh yeah, well, you know, Coventry are looting are coming up, wouldn't it be mad? Like, wouldn't we might go into that looting ground? as hold on, they might be in the league above us. <laughs> like, and then you want to think about transfers and new signings. Hold on, like. You know, I can't be talking about these maybe like fifteen million signings. If you're in the championship, you can welcome Jade Rodriguez in. If that's the case, But down there, say Ashley Barnes, but he's just moved, hasn't he? So yeah, yeah it's just, and that's the horror of it—the the uncertainty of just not knowing, and you can't prepare for it at this stage. And we've spoken about maybe just you know preparing for the worst and assuming the worst. Mm. I don't think you can do that. On one game of football, where we we absolutely can't stay up, everyone's got obsessed last few weeks with you know them um, probability things, like probability of being relegated. Yeah, They've yeah. had them on the telly and they're all over Twitter and that as well. Like I don't pay much attention to them, but all of them seems to have us with a like, very decent chance of staying up. So it you know it is a game where we absolutely can't stay up, and you know on paper. We should be getting a result against Bournemouth, and you know maybe Leeds shouldn't be getting a result against Tottenham. None of that's gonna matter on the last day. And I do think this team, although Bournemouth aren't anything special, the, a, the lack of quality in this team, be the how small the squad is, we've just seen on Saturday what losing a you know a decent right back has done to mm. the team. Because I do like Patterson, but mm. losing Nathan Patterson shouldn't be sending you into disarray.
0: No. No. I think
1: our only real yeah. centre forwards, yeah. and then also just see the mentality of this squad going. Yous might have to win on Sunday. Yous might have to. That might be if you do it, yous will be safe. But if yous don't, yous might go down. Yous might have to win. Do they have that in them? What I would, win when they need to? Yeah.
0: What I, I mean, I would say for all Everton's lack of quality, and there's a lot of it certainly in the final third. The one thing they have done of late, certainly away, it hasn't been evidence of goodison really, but certainly away, if they've stuck in having they? they've done won, they've lost one in seven away, which is like that's a huge thing for Everton. It's a big thing. That's a very decent. Away it's record, a decent away right? all right. Most we've, teams. It's one win and six draws, but it doesn't matter. It Doesn't matter. It's it's we've lost one game in seven, and that's when you look at that to to where they were. That's a, that's a huge thing for us. You're right when we go into a home. When we go at home and it's the pressure's on us to go, can we win this game of football? It's a different mentality than going to Wolves and digging in and battling and scrapping. And, and all, It's a different mentality when it's on us. If, if Newcastle do what they should do tonight, and if you're a Newcastle player, what better, what better opportunity can you have? Leicester at home who aren't in great form. Beat them, you're in the Champions League. You done, you done and dusted. You know
1: they've got a very easy scenario here. Yeah. Beat a team who have looked mentally defeated, stood in the relegation zone. All you need to do is get three points against them, and you're in Champions League for I think for all of the, those players first time in their career, mm. or at least a very I large majority them. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. them. So yeah, like they should be winning mm. tonight. There'll still be Everton fans who are convinced that Leicester wins. been a few, like yeah. Clean I was with West Ham just because it, it's the fear it's the figure of another team being able to control what happens to us
0: uh, the thing is if Newcastle do what they should then Everton providing Leeds don't turn into prime man city then Everton points against Bournemouth Leeds would have to be Spurs by three goals or more wouldn't they not saying that can't happen because Tottenham you never know with them they're all over the place aren't they erm um, they they'd have to win to get into Europe space and hope Villa don't win. So they need the they need a victory as well themselves. So we that that makes it slightly better. But I wouldn't want to be Saturday Goodison on Saturday Sunday. 1-1 and Leeds are 2-0 up with five minutes left. And you're thinking, oh my God, if they score. And
1: not being able to know the Leeds score either because you can't get signal. No, you can't get isn't... a signal. So we, we, Leeds could
0: be 8-0 up for all we know. You could be
1: celebrating you? thinking we've stayed up and Leeds have just done top 7-0. Could...
0: Don't say that, mate. Don't say that. Right, we've got, a, we've got something to do right now live. So um, we'll be doing the final word live. If you're a Premier member, hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't. Who knows? you might even go live again on YouTube. You just never know. It's that kind of day. It's sunny. Jack's got a hoodie on, and it's really hot so in the studio. In a minute, I'm sweating. Exactly. So there you go. Thanks for watching. See you later.